in a season of big games, there's another big game coming up this weekend for Penn State. Another top 25 showdown, this time a top five showdown with the third-ranked Iowa Hawkeyes at Kinnick Stadium on Saturday. Today on the BWI Daily Edition, we're talking about the quarterback of the Hawkeyes, Spencer Petras. I've looked at his film, looked at most of his throws from this season to give you an idea of the signal caller and the trigger man for the Iowa offense. And really, to me, when I watch Iowa over the years, that's the thing that really changes the most. Sometimes they have receivers that are fast. Sometimes they have receivers that are strong. They typically don't have a guy there that's that's special, typically. Uh, and the defense is pretty much the same. James Franklin talked about a post game of it's the same Iowa. They run the same schemes, the same zones. It's just, can you beat them? And not to say that we're not going to talk about them this week, because coming up tomorrow, we are going to get a full breakdown on the Hawkeyes with John Stepp of the Gazette. So stay tuned for that on the BWI Daily Edition. And if you don't want to miss it, make sure you hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, one of the fastest growing podcasts uh, in Penn State sports. And of course, our YouTube channel. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. We are just shy as of recording of 5,000 followers. It's driving me nuts. I want to get to that number so that I can then start planning about the next one. So thank you for all the support so far, but we're, we're reaching higher. And we're going to talk a lot of football this week, so you don't want to miss any of it. That's the real reason for you to subscribe and hit the notification button so you get everything when it comes out on the BWI Daily Edition and on our other podcasts. Okay, so Spencer Petrus might be the best iteration of the Iowa quarterback that I've seen in quite some time. And you know what I mean, the the relatively conservative game manager that isn't going to take a lot of risks and is going to try and make a couple of timely throws to help out the running game and what is really the generator of offense for Iowa. That's not not to not to undersell this, but that's kind of what Spencer Petrus has been so far this season in that when it comes to throws under the sticks, 10 yards and under, he is number one in the Big Ten in the number of throws, and he's an accurate quarterback on those throws. He throws in rhythm, and he's able to make completions and keep the chains moving. He is very much that. He's an efficient, effective quarterback that is not making a ton of mistakes. Part of this is when he sees the coverage pre-snap, He's very good at knowing where to go with the football. This is his fourth year at Iowa City, so he is a mature player that has starts under his belt last year and has taken a step forward as far as his ability to make those throws. So the underneath throws, the rhythm throws, that is a large chunk of what they do. Uh, and if you watched the game against Wisconsin, some similar concepts of the bootlegs, running out into the flat, finding easy completions that way. That is a big part of what's going on for the Iowa Hawkeyes, but it's not just those throws. He is not afraid to throw the ball down the field. He is just aggressive enough that it's a danger at any level of the field. Now, in terms of the number of throws deep, it's not in the top five of quarterbacks in the Big Ten, but his effectiveness has been. He's completed 42% of his passes deep, and that's good for about eighth. That's enough to keep you honest, but when you watch the tape, they are really good throws. He is able to throw the ball down the seam uh, on corner routes, go routes. He's accurate, and he has good ball placement to the receiver, so that's a big part of Penn State. They're going to have to be on their A game. This is going to be the best test that they faced so far out of the quarterbacks they've played. Now, the quarterbacks they've played, they've made look bad. That's There's really no way around that. 
If they do that again against Spencer Petras, that is going to be a signal. I, I think you should think that the Penn State secondary is for real, but this might be the time where they finally give up a passing touchdown, which the starters have not done so far this season. But that's not to say that they're going to. Spencer Petras is is good at those things and will give will do that if given the opportunity, but he's not going to throw the ball into contested coverage. It's one thing he's been very good at. Only one interception so far this season. PFF has him with only two, two turnover-worthy plays. So again, even in his aggressiveness, he's very conservative. Uh, the best part of how he has performed on tape so far has been over the middle of the field. And the reason this is important is because most quarterbacks don't take advantage of the in-between zones between the safeties and the linebackers because there's so many bodies flying around the middle of the field. Most completions are either in the short part of the field underneath or they're in the zones to the outside where things are a little bit more spaced out. Spencer Petras has a good feel for when zones open up over the middle. Now, there's not a lot of catch and run opportunities here, but in that 10 to 19 yard range. And if you include the deep passes as well, he is 10, uh, 9 of 17 for 199 yards and two touchdowns. It's a phenomenal stat line in an area of the field that a lot of guys either don't target or, or don't target effectively. This is going to be a really good test. And I know I just said for the Penn State secondary, but specifically the linebackers have been playing everything underneath. And there's going to be a lot of that work to do on Saturday. But every once in a while, Petrus will be able to find the the zone opening up behind them, and this is going to test their discipline and their coverage ability to move backwards. They have not done a lot of that so far this year because, again, they haven't really faced an offense that was prepared to do that to them. Now, this is going to come down to situation. I was much better about throwing on first and second down instead of just run, run, pass. So they're putting Petrus in decent situations when he does this and he's executing. So whether it's deep, whether it's in the middle, to the outsides or short, he's been an accurate, judicious player. And that is, I think, other than the deep passing, it's a very good comparison to what Sean Clifford has been so far this season. Sean Clifford threw his first real interception of the year that was entirely on a misread coverage last week against Indiana. And Spencer Petras has done that only once or twice so far this season. So it's a good comparison between the two. But right now, the better deep ball thrower, at least from an accuracy standpoint and a consistency standpoint, actually is the Iowa quarterback. That is a big thing because that has not been the case over the years. And that's what I mean when I say he's the best iteration of what they've had under center in quite some time. He's aggressive enough. He's accurate enough. And he'll actually pull the trigger. Now, has he faced a, a secondary or a defense at the level of Penn State? No, he has not. This will be as big of a test for him as it will be for the Penn State defense. And we're going to find out a lot about him. Uh, the one thing I'll say if there's one area of his game where he is not playing above average football, I think he's still fine here. But if you do get pressure, he goes down. He is not going to extend the play. He's not going to scramble and create conflicts and zone coverage down the field. For the most part, what he's going to do is two things. Take a sack or dump the ball off in the flat to uh, an underneath receiver who is you know, the hot route or the emergency escape hatch. In those situations, Penn State has the advantage, but Penn State has not been generating pressure at that rate to necessarily get there at all times. That's going to be one of the key matchups is can they get pressure on Petrus in 
all situations, not just in obvious passing ones. So let's look at a couple of the ways teams have attacked the, the Iowa offense so far this season and how that has gone for them. Now, of course, they're uh, undefeated, so none of these have been great plans. But one that stuck out to me was Kent State because Kent State uh, was able to keep the game close it was within a touchdown until the final drive of the first half. It was 9-7 before the Hawkeyes were able to methodically work the ball down the field and get a touchdown right before the half. But until then, what Kent State had been doing is giving them all the underneath throws, letting Petrus lean into his nature of wanting to just dink and dunk. Then they would, in soft coverage, run up and make the tackle, and they didn't miss a lot because these skill position players for Iowa, good route runners, again, We'll talk about it tomorrow, but you know what they are. They're good route runners. They're tough. Are they the most athletic? Are they going to make you miss in space? Sometimes, but maybe not a lot, especially this defense that's tackling really well this year. Uh, so that is one thing that Penn State could try to do, and they like to do that, is to keep everything in front of them and attack downhill. That has been one of their best strategies so far this season. The other thing that has worked for them, and it worked last week against Indiana, against a pocket passer, is deploying some more complex coverages. Indiana did that, and they were able to hold Petrus to probably his lowest efficiency and lowest output of the season, but they were down 14 points before they could blink, so how much of that can you really take for granted when, when you now have to do some more things and press a little more instead of just playing your normal game plan when you're in the hole to begin and you're in the hole big early. And that's been another part of the game flow is that there has never been a big hole for Spencer Petrus to dig out of. So if Pense can force the issue on the other side, we'll learn more about his ability to command the offense and not just be an, uh, a good part of it going forward. Um, another interesting way that teams have attacked so far that you don't want to follow would be what Maryland did. Now, Maryland played aggressive man coverage and sent the blitz often. They sent the blitz 20 times against Iowa because the Iowa offensive line so far this season in passing situations has not been great. And we'll get to that in a minute, but they didn't get home. So then it's one-on-one -on -one coverage down the field, and, and Spencer Petrus was really good to the tune of uh, 14 completions for 189 yards and two touchdowns. That is, I'm sorry, 184 yards and two touchdowns. That is not the game plan that Brent Pry is going to want to do or he's going to want to be a part of. Penn State has been getting judicious pressure with their pressure packages, um, especially last week. But that might be a dangerous game plan if they don't have somebody that can immediately win their blocks. And that's really been the situation. If you want to look at how you beat this Iowa team, it's the same as always. Put them in third and long. Stop the run game and make them throw the football. It is not what they're designed to do. And while uh, the quarterback has been playing well in those situations, the rest of the offense has not. The pass, the, the offensive line has given up 100, uh, has given up 37 pressures on 160 pass blocking snaps. That is 11th in the Big Ten. That is not, that's not good. That is, that is showing you if you want to run the football and you want to be Iowa, that comes with the terms and conditions of being Iowa. And that is a part of it that you don't want to have if you're going to be in a game with two good defenses where Penn State can stop the run. P.J. Mustafer is second in the country, according to PFF, in terms of stops by defensive tackle, and he's made 25 tackles on the season, which is second. 
So he is a highly productive interior player. He is more than a good test for the interior of the Iowa offensive line, which has been playing very well. The defensive line in general and the defense, while they've given up some plays, has generated a lot of negative plays and tackles for a loss. So this is an advantage for Penn State. They can play on the other side of the line of scrimmage. They can physically attack uh, what might be a strength of Iowa and see if they can neutralize it. If they do, they put the Iowa offensive line in a bad situation. And if anything that we've seen on film from Spencer Petrus is that he will take the sack. So that might be the best plan of attack for Penn State football on Saturday. Once again, this is the BWI Daily Edition. If you want to get more information, bluewhiteillustrated.com for more uh, coverage of Penn State football and Penn State sports, bwi.rivals.com. And if you're not a member, make sure you subscribe. Again, coming up tomorrow, we have an awesome guest. We have John Stepp of the Gazette. He'll be joining us to talk about the rest of the Iowa football team. We'll talk to you then.